KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Sterling Enterprises in Redlands reminds listeners that our law enforcement personnel are instrumental in preserving our nation's founding principles of liberty, justice, and the rule of law. The staff at Sterling Enterprises encourages our community to reject any assault on the men and women of law enforcement. Let's keep the blue in the red, white, and blue. That message of community support is courtesy of Sterling Enterprises in Redlands, where they are saluting all of the men and women serving in our police departments. You and your family want to do something for free? The Center for Spiritual Living is back, open to the public. Friday, August 13th from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Center for Spiritual Living in San Bernardino. Listen to live entertainment with New Orleans Dixieland Band and come see the beautiful antique car show. Enjoy some food, fun, music, and more. Google Center for Spiritual Living in San Bernardino for more detail. Hope to see you there. Tejibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau de Arco Tejibo Tea helps build the red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T, and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com. Or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's 818-610-8088. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. 2281. John Mankey and Associates Realtors reminds all area listeners to please get out and donate blood to salute the brave men and women 
of our armed forces. So salute our troops. Give back the gift of life by giving the gift of blood. This reminder from John Mankey and Associates Realtors, serving the area with pride and integrity. Give them a call today at 951-318-6147. That's 951-318-6147. John Mankey and Associates Realtors, on the air because they care. It's okay if you're wondering how the COVID-19 vaccine got here so fast. It was record time after all. And when you're ready, here's your answer. No steps were skipped. No shortcuts were taken. Years of research and determination paid off. Let's get you there. Let's get to immunity. Learn more at vaccinateall58.com or call 833-422-4255. Brought to you by the California Department of Public Health. Juan Casillas' Somerset Landscape reminds listeners that during these trying times, blood supply levels are critically low, making blood donations essential. Take the time to donate blood today. Visit redcross.org to find a location near you or call 1-800-RED-CROSS and schedule your donation today. This reminder from Juan Casillas' Somerset Landscape, serving the Inland Empire and surrounding cities since 2011. For professional landscaping and quality tree service, call 909-578-2308. That's 909 909- 578-2308 or visit somersetlandscapes.com that's somersetlandscapes.com that's Juan Casillas Somerset Landscapes on the air because they care K C A A Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show created and hosted by Scott Knudsen to explore the crossroads of horses and the business world on today's show, Scott visits with equine photographer, Lynn Glazer. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hello and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. So if you're joining us on KCAA, the NBC affiliate, uh, radio affiliate in California, or watching our, our podcast on many of our platforms, we want to thank you and welcome you to the show. Today we have a very special guest, Lynn Glazer. Lynn is an internationally known photographer. She's an Army captain, uh, reserve and uh, retired and she also worked for Motown. She has a great story and I can't wait for you to hear some of them. You're going to you're going to love it, especially if you love horses and photography. So Lynn, thank you so much for uh, being on the show and also thank you for your service. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, uh, 11 well, years of peacetime, lucky me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so um there's so many things I want to talk to you about. So the military. So how did you get involved in that? To become a- I did the RTC thing. I did the RTC thing where where the two year program. The the interesting thing about that was uh, when I went to the summer camp. It was the first time that men and women had ever trained together, ever. Oh my. Oh my. So they made the rifle range optional for women, optional on a Saturday. Well, I was all over that ever since shooting at Disneyland as a little kid. Man, I wanted to do that. Sure. The thing was that the, all the people from reporters and brass were hanging out too. So this guy was behind me trying to coach me. It was the hottest day of the year. And, and, uh, and I'm, I'm prone on, on, uh, black tarp over little rocks, uh, very uncomfortable. And I missed qualifying by one shot. Uh. I missed it. And I, I yelled these effing rocks. And I stood up when the range master said I could and dusted myself off and, and uh, turned around and was facing stars, a general. And he said, what kind of rocks are those, cadet? 
And I said, small one, sir. <laughs> and I never miss qualifying expert again. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Small ones. How's that for a story? Small ones, sir. I always thought that should be Reader's Digest, you know? Absolutely. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So that's a beautiful uh, background there, a beautiful picture. So I'm assuming you took that. I did while waiting for riders on the world famous point-to-point uh, -point endurance ride called the Western States Endurance Ride that's known more colloquially as the Tevis Cup. Yeah, that, so that just wrapped up, and you're the photographer, so... I, I no, I'm know. one of the photographers. It's right. a 100-mile point-to-point course, right. and one photographer can't shoot all no, that. No, there's no way. There's yeah, no, no way. way. No way. Yeah, yeah, but you've done it a lot of years, though, correct? Yeah, I have. Started out webcasting when we invented webcasting. Yeah. Oh, uh, with modems and waiting for dial-up and uh, having to make your own web pages. It wasn't, oh, it wasn't good. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So it just wrapped up. And, and yeah. I, I love reading and studying about Tevis. But for people that might not know what it is, would you mind just sharing some facts about it? Yeah. The fact is that uh, it starts in the Truckee area. And it goes from there, starting at 5.15 in the morning, and you have 24 hours to cross that finish line. And you have to be checked uh, many times. I think it's seven times by veterinarians, and it includes two-hour holds, two-hour-long holds, and then the rest of them are gate and go. So you meet wow. the pulse qualification, and off you go. And uh, you can stay as long as you want, but you're chasing cutoffs all day long, which is uh, terrible. Um, because horses get pulled for overtime. And this year, there were several horses that were pulled for overtime. They got delayed on the trail. They were given extra time in the next cutoff, but they still had a finish by 5.15. Oh, wow. Which is daylight. So you started so in the, in the dark, dark. Oh. and you're riding uh, as much as 40 miles of that in the dark on cliffy trails, oh, looking down at the American River, reflecting in the moonlight. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, so, so many questions. So how, how do you for talk, uh, take pictures, you know, of that, if it's in the dark, how do you get the light just right? You don't. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think it'd be very difficult. <laughs> so they finish at the overlook, what's called the overlook in Auburn. And then they, uh, uh, there's some lights up there and a few people take pictures and then they end, they uh, go from there into the stadium at the Auburn fairgrounds and they do the lap there and then they're checked to make sure they're fit to continue. And then they get their completion or not. So somebody takes, Bill Gore takes pictures under the, the Tevis banner there. And that's a, a very emotional shot that everybody buys, of course. Wow. Yeah. Right. yeah. Of course. So, so how many riders? Compete? It varies. Um, in the past, it's been as much as 250. Oh, wow. And then more recently, it's been more like 200 riders. There's, uh, but this year, post pandemic and all the gremlins that can can attack you on your way, sure. Um, sure. there were 133 that started. Wow! Wow! Which is not that many, and I wonder the extent to which they can pay their bills with that, because there's fixed expenses. Sure. Sure, especially for that. And and I know there's a lot of volunteers. There would have to be volunteers to help. Seven hundred to eight hundred volunteers to pull this thing off. Oh my goodness. So that includes people that drive rescue trailers 
and the roads aren't all that great. Right. Makes um, sense. From some Makes of these sense. spots and, and only two, uh, two spots are the hour hold and that's where the crews go. Robinson right. flat and, uh, and the forest Hill mill site. And then, um, the other sites, uh, Michigan bluff and, and chicken hawk are, are crew accessible, but the rest of them are not. And there's a good reason for why they're not They're They're, uh, they're gnarly. Um, some of them. Yeah. Goodness. Goodness. Yeah. So, so taking pictures of, of this. So how do you get in position to get, cause taking pictures of horses is very, very difficult. I mean, anyone can do it, but to do it well is very difficult. Well, that's why I had so much fun teaching the Munch uh, uh, photography ranch workshops, because I had to teach all those people that maybe they were interested in ranch, but they didn't know horses, how to time the gates. Right. So I would teach them by, we'd just observe horses and I'd say, now, now, now. Now and by the end of the workshop, not only could they time the work uh, the horses, but they would time me when I'd walk anywhere. They'd say oh. now, now, <laughs> now. <laughs> That's awesome. That was fun. Uh, yeah, it was really fun. Golly! So, so taking picture of the horses. So, what are some of the um? So, so taking picture. I heard you were in waders for many hours in the well, water. The, as the hard part for me is everyone gets assigned a place, like so we don't overrun each other. So there can be five or six photographers on this course, and like one of the locations, that Cougar Rock location I talked about, it's an hour to get there over terrible uh, road. I'm, one time I had to drive to the area because the start was from a different place because of snow in the high country. And, uh, and I said to Bill, I said, should I bring a high clearance vehicle or four by four? And he said, four by four. So I borrowed my friends out back. I had a Dodge truck, but I was four by two. So I borrowed my friends out back and that included creeks and, oh, wow. and I rubbed her rocker panels on the boulders crossing thing. Anyway, yeah, I said to myself, you're not doing that again. The other two were in lifted trucks, <laughs> four by fours. Oh, so no. if you photograph somewhere like that, then you can't get to another spot on course until nearly dark. So right. my, my choice has been to photograph at Squaw Valley, wait for the last rider, which is a sweep rider. Those are riders, sweep riders of the Sierras. They have an antenna on their head and uh, ham radios. And, and they cover the entire route in, in wow. groups. Yeah. So when I see the sweep riders, I know I'm free. Run down the hill, change into shorts, and, and, and head for Auburn. And wow. then from Auburn, drive in uh, on Forest Hill Road until uh, Deadwood Road. And, and then seven miles of, of dirt road into Devil's Thumb. Then the hike. Then comes the hike. Wow. So I meet so my, my high school buddy there. And he carries my camera for me and we boogie down to the river, which is about 33 switchbacks. It's about a mile and a half in elevation or no, a mile and a half in distance, a mile in elevation, a mile in elevation. So it's a marathon for you too. Um, a friend of mine swam Lake Erie when she was a teen. She's done a bunch of ultras and marathons and she's ridden this ride several times. And she says, she told me right before this ride, the hardest thing I've ever done in my life is come up from the river on my own two feet. The hardest thing in her wow. life. Wow. So that makes me feel 
a lot better sure, <laughs> about absolutely. my performance. Absolutely. So I'm rushing to get down there before the riders show up. And I met three of them on trail this time, which for me, that's pretty good. Right. And then across the river onto the rocks and put my waders on and uh, get out there. Oh and my sit goodness. in the river for four and a half hours or so. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's so cool. But so is it dangerous? Have you ever got like a close contact or a story? Dangerous. The, the whole trail down is dangerous. I would it's, think it's so. It's turning rocks. And then the whole trail up is, is, um, is challenging. I'm using hiking poles. My buddy is too. Um, did better this year. Um, because I'd, I'd found this pulsed electromagnetic uh, um, uh, PEMF device and, and bought it and it fixed me up so that I had endurance more than before. So that's pretty great. Right. And, and I wasn't like turning around, bent over my poles, heaving my guts out. And my <laughs> buddy had hiked uh, 33 miles, section hike 33 miles of the PCT two weeks before. So he's in way better shape than me. I right. out hiked him. Did mm. you really? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. awesome. So that's yeah. a challenge. You wait till it cools off a little to do that because it's a, ch uh, so you, you want it cooler, but do you want the mosquitoes? Hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> that's tough. That, that's really tough. So, yeah. so, so where did so the nobody runner... else wants to do it, Scott? Nobody else wants to do it. No, I was climb. saying, man, it's tough what you're doing, but these pictures are worth it. So, so where can they go to see some pictures? That's a great lead into my question. So where can oh, they go and see some of the um, work? They, they, uh, they can go to com. If I had the ability to show it here, I would. would. Um, but even if you just Google Lynn Glazer and Tevis, Lynn with an E, you'll, you'll come up with the, the Tevis stuff. I mean, obviously, awesome. if it's going to have a million hits shortly – it's yeah, had, and it was it's just had half a million in in the last three days. Half a million photos viewed. Yeah, that's just a big number. Half a million in three days. So it's so you it's have to incredible. have an industrial strength host. <laughs> absolutely, a absolutely, and it just shows how big the ride is. So, so Scott will be right back with more from Lynn Glazer. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Today, we're gonna to talk about something I'm really passionate about. Those that know me, know I love my coffee. Those that don't, now you know I do. And we've been working on this for several months and we, we wanted to get it just right. And we don't put our name on anything unless we feel 100% certain it's, it's the best product we can get. And uh, we, we've done it, I really believe we've done it. We've created a coffee line, 13 great flavors. I'm gonna show you three of them. We have K-Cups in all 13 flavors. Here's a Jamaican Me Crazy. It's a, just a really great coffee. Everyone has great logos. It has a brand, the same brand that's on our horses, our trailers. You know that brand means something and we wouldn't put it on here if it wasn't good coffee. We have whole bean. This is a great Honduran blend and uh, it's a whole bean coffee. We have whole bean in all 13 flavors. And then we have a ground coffee. Uh, this is a really great one. My wife and I really like this a lot, loved it. So we named it after our daughter, Hayes Glenn. Everyone has the packaging and the logo of the show, our brand, and I hope you like it. I, I really believe you will. And we're gonna have more flavors coming out soon. We're gonna have the pumpkin spices and then we're gonna to go to peppermint after that. And please send us your suggestions as well. You can find it at cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Think coffee shop, cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Thank you so much. 
So as yeah. far as the riders and the volunteers, do they mainly come out of the California area or are they all over the place that come there? All over the place. Really? So I think there were New Jersey, Minnesota horses. There were Florida horses there this year. Wow. Yeah, Texas horses. A lot of Texans. Yeah. yeah a lot absolutely. of Texans. One of the Texans uh, was in the top 10 this year. Really? Awesome. Uh, a bunch out of Arizona. One of the Arizonans was in the top 10 this year. Really yeah. cool. Really cool. So all the same kind of breed of horses or? The Florida horse won the ride. Really? And had won a ride in Italy six weeks before. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So they, 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 they're on a streak. <laughs> well, that guy, he has won four Tevises and three Hagen Cups, I think. And the Hagen Cup is awarded to the horse in the best condition. The one you'd want to get on and ride another hundred miles on. Right. That horse. So. Wow. Really yeah. incredible. Yeah. Really incredible. And, and you asked about breeds. So they are mostly Arabians and Arabian crosses and now Mustangs. Really? Makes sense. Mustang won in 2018, won the best condition. Really? Oh, wow. And there's pictures on my website of this Mustang rolling in the swimming in the river and rolling in the river. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Oh, that's so cool that you got that picture. Yeah. He happened to be facing me and, and he's looking at me. It was just hilarious. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Such personality for them to do yeah. that. And it, it makes sense why you'd have a Mustang, too, for sure. Just so sure-footed. Well, but. they've got a lot of bottom. They're harder uh -huh. to cool because they're big-bodied. But right. they got a lot of bottom. The horse that has done the Tevis more than any other yes. was a quarter horse mare. Did it 13 times. Oh, my goodness. A quarter horse mare. Okay. Yep. Just a quarter horse mare. Yeah. I'll be dang. I'll yeah. be dang. That's really cool. We raise quarter horses, but... An endurance race. Huh. Well, obviously, the quarter horses that are in this ride, there's Korabs, too. That's a nice cross for endurance. Quarter right. and Arab out of working lines. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They go for days. Yeah. None of them are halter, uh, halter types. They're all from yeah. working lines. Even my own uh, horse is a Rush Creek Arabian from a 62-year-old breeding program in Nebraska for uh, using Arabians for cattle work. Really? Really? Uh, so that's where my particular mount came from. That is awesome. In Nebraska. Yeah. Awesome. Nebraska, the Rush Creek Ranch is, uh, Rush, Creek it, Ranch. Rush Creek is huge. It's the biggest thing in, in uh, Nebraska. And, and now the Cowboys bring their own horses, but 62 years and they named them all with the same letter. So my guy had, had five full siblings. Really? So yeah. what's the name? So what's the name? So he's Rush Creek Danny. Rush His Creek older Danny. brother is Apollo. He was a herd sire for a while. And then Billy was, uh, and then Cricket. Cricket was supposed to do Tevis this year, but she had to, she had an injury and had to withdraw. Uh, so then uh, the E um, had a pasture accident and the F is, um, what's the F? Um, I'm, for, I'm blanking on the F right now. And uh, the G was originally Galahad, but uh, he, uh, he's Geronimo, and he's standing at stud in Kansas. Oh, wow. The fantastic individual. Really yeah. cool. Finn. Really that's, that's the other one, Finn. So, yeah, yeah that's how they – so they go by – they go through the alphabet for, um, skipping uh, – they didn't skip Q. There's Q horses. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Cue <laughs> ball. Cue ball did Tevis. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Very clever. So, so what's it like driving into town, like toward the finish line, and seeing a picture you did, like as a banner? Is that just the coolest? That thing? was a first. It was up for the whole month of July. Wow. And it, it was, uh, and and the city of Auburn did that, and they picked wow. the pictures, um, and there were um, five of them used forty-eight by eight, eight feet tall. So I, I didn't really have perspective on where they were posting it to get off the freeway and see that was kind of neat. I bet it was yeah. really cool. I yeah, it's cool. It was really cool. Yeah. People went down there and had their picture taken in front of it. That kind of. <laughs> That's got to make you so proud just to um, affect people that way. Yeah. yeah. Lives to take time to go take a picture in front of your picture. Yeah, and they did another banner that people did that with uh, also. And then their completion certificate was a river shot of just horses where you couldn't see any riders. Um, so, yeah, we were joking that, that the river is the heart of the Tevis. Everybody knows Cougar Rock, but the river is special. But right. people can choose not to go in the water, go across the bridge, and there's a spring not far from there on the other side. So if they're fighting cutoffs, um, or they're trying to win the ride, they might not stop in the river. Right. So one gal who's who's top 10 too many times, the horse is um, top 10 five times, um, and he's world famous for his exploits. She rode his father, and, and the, the wife of the owner rode this famous horse, and they just took it easy all day, and she had so much fun in the water. She's never had water pictures before because i'd catch her on trail or something oh, really? so that was really fun for her she had this huge smile on her face and oh, yeah father great. and son and that, the, and the father's 23 years old 23 wow, wow. so just making and my memories. buddy pete did the ride he's tried it 13 times he's won a lot he's got a lot of best conditions 81 years old he finished way up there oh, in the man. top 30 i think 81 amazing such so, so inspirational and that's what our show does man it's about inspiration and education and that right there is just so inspirational to, uh, just yeah. keep riding keep doing it yeah and, you know that's the whole secret just keep use going. it or lose it i always Absolutely. say to myself Absolutely. every time when we pull ourselves over the top uh, at devil's thumb my buddy and i we look at each other and say same time next year got to do it until we can't do it anymore absolutely yeah. absolutely that, that's awesome. So, so we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with Glenn Glazer. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com.
Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Here's your host, Scott Knudsen. And welcome back to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show on KCAA, the NBC affiliate radio show in California, and also on all our podcasts. And thank you so much for watching. Today, we have Lynn Glazier, an international uh, well-known photographer. Lynn, thanks again for being on our show. And, and we were just talking about the Tevis Cup. Uh, but now let's jump into Cavalia, the touring show uh, that you've been a part of. Um, it, it, I saw some of your pictures and they were just beautiful. But for people that might not know Cavalia, would you mind just explain a little bit about it? Well, Cavalia, the, the fun part of shooting Cavalia is you better know your equipment because you're in the dark. And wow. it's theatrical lighting, so it's constantly changing. So if you can't time horses, you're kind of dead. So I, I used to shoot like two round bursts, one, two, one, two. So that way, if the lighting was bad, um, I'd, I'd ha maybe have gotten it anyway. Yeah. Makes but, sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so, so how did as you many as 50 or as many as 32 horses, I think, on stage during the Odessio show. Oh, my goodness. At once. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So so how do you choose what you're going to um take pictures of or photograph what do you so we got 32 animals out there 32 things going well, on that's a particular that's a particular uh act so uh um uh, you know that's like that's like a drill team with right, okay. ornate lighting and and backgrounds and so forth so some long shots and some tight shots because the costuming is so ornate and of course right. the the backgrounds are all projected and it's even projected on the floor so that's lots of fun. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So it depends whether it's horses and acrobats or, uh, or, or just horses or just acrobats. And, and the original Cavalier show was quite different than the, the more recent Odessio, which is more, a little more circusy, a little mm -hmm. more circusy. And they do things like they put a, 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 a lake on the stage. Every a show. lake. Oh my like, goodness! And I used to know what the gallons were. It's something like forty thousand gallons or something. And they and then they drain that, and they have a carousel that looks like a regular carousel that uh, where where the the poles go up and down, and there's acrobats on that. Um, so m one of my great pleasures is they always invite me to the openings now, and and they give me uh, the ability to bring somebody with me and the last time i did that i brought a, a young mother and her uh young daughter um who's connected to my endurance world and uh that set horses in her young life forever absolutely it's a few years since and and what a delight it's a second row what a delight to share the magic of horses like that with children mm. it changes their life changes their lives Mm -hmm. I grew up horseless. I grew up wanting, wanting horses. So what did I have? I had OPH, other people's horses. <laughs> I had experiences like one of the first times I was riding double with somebody and the saddle's uh, cinch was not uh, tight oh. and it slid around underneath the horse and I kept riding anyway. My friend uh, bailed. The horse's name was Fink. I'll never forget. And I kept riding upside down and she's yelling at me, bail up. Wow, I'm fine. You know, <laughs> he's walking along. <laughs> I was a camp counselor. I mean, I got my, my family to go to a dude ranch once. All the things you do, you go renting horses everywhere and get the rank ones. And yeah. 
So, so what gave you the, the perfect eye to be able to take pictures and shoot horses? Because it's a skill set. Is it just a desire or is it just timing or, or how do you do that? Like Cavalia in the dark with, with, um, with people and horses, everything going on. How do you, how did you train yourself? I set assignments for myself. So I numbered them. And when I was done 10 years later or something, I had 500 folders all with whatever it was I was trying to do that day. And I did it with my own horses. So if I wanted to practice shooting into the sun, then I, I would, that was what I would title the thing, contrajure number one or something like that, and uh, which horses. So I could look at that in the digital world and right. say, ah, oh, here's where I screwed up and don't do this and don't do that. Right. And then the, the timing. So just like um, uh, Cavalia, endurance in the morning is practically in the dark. You have, to have to have control of your controls and be able to spin the dials and, and react. So now if somebody suddenly appears, I can actually grab the camera, set, set it, and, and get the shot. And it's not a grab shot. It's perfectly timed. That's just practice and practice and practice. And, and that's the secret to success, isn't it? That's the secret sauce. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to want it. And you got to practice for it for sure. And but digital lets you experiment. What happens if I do this? What happens if I do that? Oh, look what happens with I do this on a black horse versus a gray horse. Right. Wow. Grays yeah. are simple. But blacks, blacks are not. But grays, you can do edge lighting. You can do you can do some uh, fantastic effects with both. And then right. chestnuts who always look good. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But you also have to get your post-production good because you can make a chestnut look like an orange blob if you don't understand. And your lab can do that too. Right. Pay a little extra, have your lab color check. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tool right there, a little trick. Oh, yeah. That's How about a body clip chestnut? What's uglier than a body clip chestnut? <laughs> don't know. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so, so colors. So, so when yeah. you're, when you're doing a shot, your pictures yeah. are so beautiful and they're so bright. How, how did you learn? Okay. So we talked timing. How did you learn colors? Because like you're saying, the sorrel, the black with the black background, if it's dark, how do you do that? Cause you can't shoot a big flash. It's, a, well, it's, it's, it's where you meter. And it's how you use the, the, what we call the aperture triangle. So ISO shutter speed and, and uh, um, uh, yeah, ISO shutter speed and aperture. So you choose uh, how you want to run it. And are you, are you shooting Cavalia? You need some depth of field. Uh, but you, you're going to die if you don't have the shutter speed. So you have to shoot shutter priority to shoot Cavalia. And then you're watching your shutter speed all the time and you're using i'm using my thumb in the dial to dial the iso up and down so that i don't lose the shutter speed so so uh, i teach people to uh um to to watch that there's a 12 dollar book uh by brian peterson that i aimed them at to to learn the very basics of photography and my own nephew i usually tell the people this and they don't bother to learn my nephew had to do photography, has to do photography as part of his job. And son of a gun, he read the whole book, came up here for lessons with me. And, oh, such a pleasure to teach people who want to learn like that. It's wow. Great. So what's, yeah. what's the name of the book? Um, 
His second book is The Art of Seeing. I'm trying to remember what the first the book is. Seeing. It's a basic, it's, that's, that's the next level where he's teaching you how to learn, uh, shoot creatively. So it's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, Peterson. Brian I can't Peterson. remember what the elementary one what, is called, but it should be very. But they can look it up. Sure. Yeah, they can look it up. It's like $12 and it has the basics in a way that's easy to understand. See, I love that. And he read the book and he met you and he did. went to you and asked for help. And that's he, awesome. He did. So, uh, so his next lesson is going to be on the Photoshop side. So I shoot raw. Do you know what raw is versus no, JPEG? No, explain to us, please. So raw is what. Um, most cameras uh, are set to do by default. You don't need Photoshop. It's ready to go right out of the, the thing. You can put it on the P setting or the A setting. You know what those stand for? No, tell, please tell us. No. <laughs> P, is, P is for program and A is for automatic, but P is, P is for professional and A ah. is for awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we never use those. We use the creative side of the dial. Yes. So, uh, yeah, but we, we love that. Uh, and of course, these phones, I have mostly shot with my phone for the last two years because I can do even action shots with the phone. Wow. Awesome shots. Okay. These phones are amazing now. But you, yes. there are tips to do it better. So I, I teach those to, to people along the way, especially my family. You know why? Why? I get to see better travel photos. <laughs> yeah, so after Thanksgiving... Yes. After Thanksgiving, we have a session, 10 minutes long, and I get improvement in the next year's uh, That's pictures. That's awesome. <laughs> Selfish. Yeah, no, smart, clever. Very yeah. clever. But the phones are amazing because what's the best camera, Scott? The oh. best camera is the one in your hand. There you go. There you go. That you can grab and use right then. Right. And, and yeah, don't be yeah. having to fish in the trunk of your car. Um make the most of the moment because people will say great shot when they really mean great capture. But if you weren't there, you wouldn't get that it. Sense. And yeah. that's what matters. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many times I'm at the barn and I see some wildlife come up and I wish, and I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I have my phone. You know, it just doesn't click sometimes, but uh, you're a hundred percent. No. So the difference between raw and JPEG, I'll finish that. So okay. uh, J JPEG, you can adjust those a little bit in Photoshop, but you have like three steps of development and the blacks if they're blown you're dead if the whites are blown you're dead in raw you have like seven steps of dynamic range and that makes a big difference so you can pull detail out of the shadows and pull detail back into the highlights so wow. all and you can shoot raw plus jpeg but i never do i like to develop my my shots so i do you're a pro <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're a pro. So if somebody wants to um, maybe uh, talk to you or get educated on how to uh, take better pictures, can they do that? They can. I did a webcast uh, um, for those that want to get in the business because photographers eat their young um, for the most part. But but like yes. for endurance in particular, we need more people out there shooting these endurance rides because there's uh, besides Tevis, I don't do as many of them as I used to. I like the multi-day rides. I like that. I'd rather ride my horse. Right. Sure. So we need, we need young. So I did a podcast for the equine photographers network. Um, is that who I did it for? I can't remember, but it was on the business of equine photography and it's stuffed with tips on, on how to, how to do it. And then I did one for Nick on um, retouching horse images. 
wow. crap audio, but it's still got good stuff in there. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Well, it's so great you're helping people get in the industry, you know, especially for the endurance rides. And and there's so many people that come to me when we're on the road and, and they say, how do I get in the industry? And I love taking pictures or I love photography. And it's such a big industry. They can find their way if they do the work. Do it as to. a sideline. Yes. Because of the way the industry is now, that the magazines don't pay what they used to, uh, the commercial stuff is, is uh, um, you can't compete with free. Right. So there are still people that want my eye, thank goodness. Yes. Um, yeah. And occasionally that's even a wedding. <laughs> Only if there's horses yes. in it. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Because how many horse wedding pictures have you seen where the horses look like crap? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry, crap. Right? They yeah, look bad. They look. But yes. they're distorted. Do you know about wide-angle distortion? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. No. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this one tip on everybody. No, so if you, you use your if you use your phone to take pictures of horses, if it's in the landscape, don't worry about it. If it's where you want proportions to look halfway decent, put it on two x, and and uh, and and. No wide shots because it makes their heads into long, skinny things, their their legs into toothpicks, their bodies into sausages, and uh, um, yeah, the head in proportion to the the rest of them is just absolutely grotesque. Oh, but if it's God. horses in pasture and the pasture is the scene and the horses are are a, f um, a facet of the scene, yeah, regular one X is just fine. And wow. then also use your portrait mode on your phone to take gorgeous headshots of horses because that Horses. lightens the, the interior, it darkens the outside and uh, um, it, it just uh, really enriches the, the colors and everything. Portrait mode on horses. You think just humans, uh-uh. Right. And you know what else that works for? Tell us. Veterinary shots. Really? So like when we took the eyeball out of one of my rescue horses, I have two rescued Lipizzan, uh, Lipizzan, okay. the Lipizzan cross. And uh, um, she'd been in an accident and broken her orbit on the inside and on the outside, very talented, and, mm. and uh, just had all kinds of trouble with that eye. So I showed my veterinarian how to take a perfect picture of an eye socket uh, by putting it in regular mode and then putting it in portrait mode, which opened up the whole socket. She couldn't believe it. It's just a simple trick anybody can do. But those are Lynn's tips of the day right there. I mean, that's just yeah. right there is going to make your pictures better. And that's, yeah. that's, that's well, so we helpful. all want to look at good pictures. A absolutely. I know everybody's trying to hit the pause button on the show to write down the notes, but um, that's great. They can also go to your website. I'm sure contact you, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Website. There's a, a Facebook Lynn Glazer imagery page that's, I'm pretty lazy about updating, but yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's, yeah. it, I went to the page too. It's really cool. The website. I'm very active on Facebook, but it's not so much on the business side. Got it. Scott will be right back with more from Lynn Glazer. I'm Scott Knutson with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, heard on KCAA Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. And who doesn't want to start their work day off in the best possible way? I certainly do. How about starting with some great basics? The foundation, underwear and undershirts. Underwear has often been an afterthought, especially for us men. We never think about it at all, but I never have. 
I can tell you from personal experience, the clothes you wear will feel much better if you have the right underwear. It gives you that extra edge of confidence. And who doesn't want confidence? And you'll look better too. The company Wood Underwear makes great underwear that is approachable and accessible. At the right price point, you can feel comfortable buying it and wearing it. They're having some fun with the name, and while the, the name might bring you in, the product's going to bring you back. It is a great material, and I use it every day. My friends at Wood want you to try it. So they came up with a promo code just for Cowboy Entrepreneur listeners. Use the code COWBOYBRIEF at checkout on woodunderwear.com for 20% off your first order. I guarantee you're going to like it. This offer ends August 31st. I know you're not going to wait that long. Woodunderwear.com. Use the promo code COWBOYBRIEF for 20% off this amazing product, Wood Underwear. Gotcha. So, so let's talk a little bit about maybe working for corporate, like Motown. Um, how did you get involved um, with the business side of it? Was that before the horses? The, the, the so my my weird trip was I did the army, and, okay. and and so I did active duty in Louisiana. I might point out I did th- three years in Louisiana, among other things. Right. Yeah, at Fort Polk. Awesome. So for army people, they always smile when they hear that because it has its own things back when it was a division post. And, and then I got out and I was an industrial engineer for a year at General Motors. Wow. How do you go to being an industrial I, engineer? I, I don't know. I had no training in it. And the people that hired me thought I could learn and I did. So I was there until they closed the plant. Uh, and got hired by the plant across town and they closed that plant. So anyway, <laughs> I went to aerospace from there. And uh, and then then GM bought Hughes. Oh no. Oh, GM no. closed my plant. GM's gonna wreck Hughes. So I left there. <laughs> <laughs> got in the computer business, which I'd already taught myself and and did that for twenty seven years, but most of it was entertainment clients. So mm-hmm. lots of names you know. Um, and yeah, me and um, with a partner, I put in uh, Motown's first network. Very cool. So that was 11 years of, of that. So, I, I mean, I could say I did Dennis Hopper's computer work for 11 years. Yeah, right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. What, yeah, what so a great road, cool. though, to get lots to that. Lots of stories. Oh, I so bet lots of too. art departments. So lots of photography support. And then digital came along. And that was that. Instead of waiting for the results from film, which took forever, and then you had to remember what you did. Right. And being careful not to use too many frames because it was going to cost you a bunch of money. Or it sat in the camera for six months, and then you really didn't remember what you did. <laughs> digital was – I got the longest zoom available in the really early digitals. You know about megapixels? This no, was tell point, us. This was 0.8 megapixels. Oh, my and I don't know what cameras are today because I stopped counting at 30 um, right. pixels, megapixels. This is 0.8, so grainy yeah. and so forth. But zoom is what you need to shoot horses. You need telephoto. You need length so that you don't distort their proportions. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so how did you go from that to, to photography? Because there's so many people on different paths right now. That I point. developed the eye. That's I, what it I was. had the eye. And, and uh, there was early interest in it from a lot of people, including uh, even the LA Times. So I, I uh, advanced really quickly. 
Right. Well, you developed the eye through all the practice and the 500 folders. And having your own, yeah, having your own horses to practice on. And right, that, mine got used problem. to being able to do things to my bidding. Like I'd send them out, loose on the land. I lived in a Longhorn ranch for 14 years. Uh, where I'd send my horse out loose and then snap a carrot to call her back full speed. And <laughs> that's, what, yeah. That's really, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a really good idea. You know how I many people could be snapping carrots this afternoon after they watch the show or listen to it? Uh, yeah, they, they'd be way out there in the land. They'd hear a snapped <laughs> carrot, uh, my, uh, my, my filly and her, her full brother, and they'd come running. Oh, yeah, you only got one try at it, so you had yeah. to be pretty good by then. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's, that's great. That's a and great then going tip. to like racehorse uh, facilities um, and layup barns where you could just sit in a pasture and watch, 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 watch. So, so watch. much observation. And I'm sure you could probably get out there. People want their horses taken, uh, you know, pictures of their horses anyway. And you just offer to do it just to learn on, you know, maybe. I, I don't know. But there, there's a way to get there, you know. And, and uh, There is. Everybody has a different uh, – has a different desire. I did this one barn where it was all rescue horses and they built this enormous Portuguese style barn. Oh, um, wow. And, and they plan to take the results of our shoot and put them, put giant pictures of these horses up. I mean, giant. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So billboards. So I used to really? mutter to myself when I was shooting a Cavalia because you always had to remember whatever you shot might be used in a billboard. And you're at really high ISO, so it's really grainy. And anyway, yeah. So cool. So cool. So you have to be flexible. So at Squaw Valley this year, should have had the most gorgeous shoot ever because I found a new spot last year or the year before last. And we had the fires. Right. So it's totally smoky. So what do you do with smoke? You can't shoot approach shots because no. it's all grainy. So I could shoot four shots of each rider. And I just said to myself, it's like fog. So just treat it like fog. Just wait till they get close. Use your perfect timing and do it. And I yelled to the riders, pretend it's fog. <laughs> See you in the river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's quick thinking right there. That's just adjusting on the side. I mean, that's. Just like that's, you do. Uh, you get a horse that's, uh, you, you got to treat them all like individuals. You treat your shoots like individuals and figure out, out how to get the most of any situation. And don't and, panic. Uh, absolutely embrace a challenge you know that that's what you did right there and that's just so clever you know you didn't panic you made a joke with it and you just kept I've going i got stuck with my four by two in places it never should have gone uh yeah got oh. flat tires in the choya cactus just everything yeah. oh my goodness so, yeah so, so what's the most dangerous spot you've been in dangerous or, or or maybe not as safe you know i mean because you're in there with the riders during trip uh, yeah there was this one sh one shoot where if you wanted the lake in the background you had to stand on the side of the steep hillside and not scare any horses oh my i did have one jump off the trail saddlebred jumped off the trail his rider laughed her ass off because he was agile enough to not because it was a steep drop off on both sides yeah what oh, a mess. My. oh my goodness oh my goodness and i had sign i put signs up that say warning photographer had spread out if you want a separate picture or you know options solo or groups so you can have your picture together with someone if you want yeah 
Oh, so you're putting out signs, taking pictures, warning them of smoke. I mean, you're doing everything. Well, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. And, and people want to say hello because they know me. And I'm yeah. going one, two, one, two, one, two. <laughs> now, now. You're now. trying to count. Yeah. Well, every, every horse coming towards me, I ride them. So they might be gated. Okay. We had a hackney pony do the Tevis this year. Twelve hand hackney pony. What was her mom riding? A sixteen three saddlebred. I kid you not. They oh finished. Did they really? Good for them. Good. So for them. you're gonna time each horse according if, if a horse has a lot of dwell in their trot, you're timing that. If they suddenly go from trot to canter, which they do when they see me sometimes at the right. very last minute, then you're you're timing that. Yeah. That is so cool. Fun, so you're huh? riding the horse. It makes sense. I am riding. I'm tired at the end of the day on a multi-day ride because I rode all those horses. Right. You well, maybe really only good. seven, eight steps, but still. But still they add up. Still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So what what's next for you? What what's the big next uh where where are you gonna be uh, shooting next? Well, um, it, I, I am definitely not in the ascendancy of my career. I'm, I'm like the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? The specialized, when you, when you want the air mace bag or something. Uh, then, then, <laughs> I don't know. I think, a, I think a lot of people are going to aspire to be even close to where you are. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, ranch photography uh, um, is... Uh, is is always fun but there's a, a a layup and and training farm less than a mile from here where i know the proprietor and i'm going to go amuse myself part of the summer by doing uh doing shots there everything has changed i mean shooting racing um shooting shows became unviable because everybody would wander along and shoot over your shoulder and you'd hear him go Brrr. We call oh. that, uh, um, uh, well, we call it a lot of things, but, uh, <laughs> but shutter, shutter mashing in horses. Who wants to go through all those files with that high uh, file size because know. of the high megapixels and pick out the one good shot? And a guy like that isn't going to know what the one good shot either it is either. Right. So right. instead of now, knee slightly up, still pushing off behind, um, uh, up through the, the, the neck and shoulders, you know, carrying themselves. That's right. the shot I want. Somebody else will say, ooh, look, all the feet off the ground. No, that's the flat need thing, and it's, unless they have a lot of dwell in their trot, and it's uninteresting. Right. Flat knee, thrown out, gone. Right, right. Well, looking at your pictures on your website, I, I could just see the action. It was like you were there. You you bring people in on your shots, and that's what was so cool about it. It really yeah. makes you want to go do the ride or, or, or you know, or see it or something because you feel like you're a part of it. It it is, and and people return year after year after year. Some people volunteer in the same spots every year. My friend Tori takes pulses at Forest Hill every year. And and the last horses are out of there at nine, fifteen or so at night, pitch dark, going on the California Loop. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and they cross the river as part of this. They withhold the the uh, stuff from uh, upriver, 
and and they have like milk jugs with candles in them so that the horses know where to cross oh. under the full moon because it's always the midsummer moon yeah so cool magic yeah absolutely <laughs> we call it tevis magic in fact as the moon starts to get full in the summer i'm just like ah, uh, uh. <laughs> it's coming yeah. it's coming coming, coming. Oh my goodness. That's but it's so the great. challenging yourself that you do. Same thing that right. I'm always challenging myself to do it better every year. What right. can I do to, to do it better? That's a goal. Yeah. That's what we all do. Well, yeah. and thank you so much for being on the show. It was such oh, a my pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. And I could just talk to you for so long, but we are only allotted so many minutes. So uh, thank goodness. Yeah, but this uh, is fun. This is so much fun. And thanks for for the uh, tips of photography. and and, uh, Yeah, I expect to see really good pictures out of you from your phone now, Scott. (laughs) Yeah. My expectation, if you want private lessons, I'll I'll, uh, be happy to share some more. (laughs) We need them for sure. For sure. Well, thank you so much. And everybody that watched the show today, the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, thank you and listen to us on KCAA. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much, Lynn, for being on the show. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. Green X Turf and Landscaping reminds all area listeners to please get out and donate blood to salute the brave men and women of our armed forces that are overseas. Every pound of blood donated locally can save one or two brave soldiers overseas. So salute our troops, give back the gift of life by giving the gift of blood. This reminder from Green X Turf and Landscaping, serving the area with pride and integrity. For the best in landscaping and lawn maintenance, call the pros today at 909-994-7097. That's 909-994-7097. Or go to greenxturf.net for more info. That's Green X Turf and Landscaping on the air because they care. This segment is sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue, now in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Dickie's Barbecue, where you can get sauced with five delicious barbecue sauces. For the holidays, there's the Dickie's Holiday Feast Options, everything you need for a festive gathering with delicious hassle-free meals that you just heat to serve, whatever your needs are. They have the perfect option, including the complete feast, the dinner feast, or the single holiday meats and sides, available for pickup and delivery from Dickie's. And there's no charge for kids on Sundays. In fact, the kids get free ice cream. Dickie's Barbecue, now open in Yucaipa at 33562 Yucaipa Boulevard in the Vaughn Shopping Center. Center. Dickie's Barbecue, whatever your needs are. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.